Hello, Mission Kids. Courtney here. Welcome to the Advent Mission Kids podcast. Christmas, my friends, and happy Monday. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Courtney, have you lost your mind? You play all this Advent music, and now you're telling me Merry Christmas again? Well, as a Christian, we are very lucky in that we get to celebrate 12 full days of Christmas. And so, although Christmas began on Friday, it still continues, and we are going to celebrate that on the podcast this week. And today is, in fact, a special day for the church. Today, December 28th, is considered the Feast of the Innocents, or the Holy Innocents Day. And today is a time where Christians remember the massacre of young children in Bethlehem by King Herod the Great and his attempt to kill infant Jesus Christ. So I am going to read that story for you today. And it is a really sad story. But it is good for us to remember that during our celebrations, there are those throughout the world who cannot celebrate as we do. It's a time to remember that there are many refugees who have no home and may have lost their family. It's a time to remember that there are many children who are taken advantage of, abused, or orphaned in our world. But today is also a day of action. I encourage you to pray today as a family, to find a way to commit, to stay informed about the state of refugees around the world. And one way that you can do that is actually through an organization here in Chattanooga in our own backyard called Bridge Refugee Services. They are an organization in the area who... Um, are committed to helping refugees find a safe place um, to live and to work and to learn English and to be integrated into our community. They do a lot of great work. So families, if you're listening, parents, if you're listening, um, I certainly encourage you to look into Bridge Refugee Services and feel free to reach out if you want more info on how to connect with them. But it's not only refugees that I'm going to encourage you to look out for. My prayer and my ask of all of you is that as we enter into the new year, you find ways as a family to care for those who need more care. You know, there's a lot of ways that we do that as a church. Think of the organization Family Promise that we helped out at Christmas, and we gave them nearly $2,000 to give to families in the area. Or how almost every week for so many months, we've had some sort of drive to give things to the community kitchen. You see, there are a lot of people in this world who feel scared or uncertain of where they may sleep that night or where they may find food. And it is our job 
as being the light bearers of Christ in the world to give those people peace and comfort um, and help them any way that we can. And we're very thankful for the many organizations in our area that help us do that, like the Community Kitchen, Family Promise, or Bridge Refugee Services. So I encourage you as a family, as we're heading into um, the new year, as we're finishing Christmas um, and celebrating the 12 days of Christmas, to find ways to care for our neighbor. So our scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 2. Remember that this is a book in the New Testament, and it is a gospel. And we're going to learn how the Holy Day of Innocence came about. Before I get started, remember, Jesus has just been born. The shepherds have come to worship him. The wise men had come to worship him and brought all their presents. And now... We are at a time where Joseph and Mary and their new baby Jesus are settled in and something happens. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child and kill him. So he got up took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I call my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. And after Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, that he would be called a Nazarene. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. This is a story of King Herod, who was really scared to know that this little baby boy had been born, that people were beginning to worship and call king. King Herod did not want to become overthrown by some other king. He wanted to stay king. And so because of that, the angel had to warn Joseph to get up Take Mary and the baby and flee to Egypt, because God knew that Jesus would be safe in Egypt. And Joseph did what God said to do. He woke up, and he did just what the angel had told him to. And they left at night in a hurry. How do you think Joseph and Mary felt 
specifically Joseph, who just had this wild dream telling him he needed to run away in the middle of the night. Do you think they felt scared? After they had left, a lot of families were hurt by what happened in Bethlehem, as there are many baby boys who were killed as King Herod tried to find a way to kill Jesus. All of Bethlehem was probably suffering during this time. They probably had a lot of strong feelings, feeling very, very sad about what was happening and how they had no control over what was happening. How does it make you feel when you know that someone is suffering? Is there anything that you feel like you can do? What about a time when you experienced suffering? How did you know that God was with you? See, this scripture lesson reminds us that as we open our hearts and our minds and our pockets to those who cannot celebrate on this day, we open to Christ who also was a refugee during this time. He was a hunted child. And it is in giving that we receive. It is in dying that we live. Would you pray with me? Father, help us to celebrate with those who are happy and weep with those who are sad so that we share your tender heart with everyone. Lord, teach us to be compassionate like you are. Amen. If you have a question, a story you want to share with me, or a prayer request that you would like shared on the podcast, please give me a call. My number is 423-708-5354. I would love to hear from you. And remember, our King is coming. Christmas is soon. Have a great day, y'all.